Time now for today's Northwest Arkansas Business Journal report. I'm Paul Gatling. This week, we reported earnings for two of the region's big three companies. On Monday, Tyson Foods shares slumped about 2% after the Springdale meat processor said shrinking demand for pork and premium beef contributed to lower-than-expected quarterly earnings. Fiscal fourth-quarter net income was down 60%, but the company ended the fiscal year with record revenue of $53.2 billion. That was up about 13% from the previous year. On Tuesday, Walmart reported revenue of $152.8 billion in its fiscal third quarter, up 8.7% compared to the same quarter in 2021. But net income fell 158% to a loss of $1.79 billion. Now, the income drop was partially attributed to a one-time $3.1 billion settlement in a national opioid case. Kim Souza was our reporter for both of those earnings calls, and she has more analysis online at nwabusinessjournal.com. We've got more news after the break on today's Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Support for the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report is provided by the Arkansas State Chamber of Commerce and Associated Industries of Arkansas. The Chamber's mission is to promote a pro-business, free enterprise agenda and prevent legislation, regulation, and rules that hinder business. ArkansasStateChamber.com Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield For more than 70 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield has used its knowledge and compassion to create health care solutions for individuals and businesses. More information at ArkansasBlueCross.com First Security is proud to be only in Arkansas. They offer smart solutions for personal and business banking, plus convenient services and community investment. First Security, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Scenic Hill Solar is Arkansas's largest solar development company with projects either built or under contract, totaling more than $200 million. Former Arkansas Lieutenant Governor Bill Halter is the CEO, and in a recent interview with Roby Brock, he discussed the company's work, including a new initiative to onshore more solar array component manufacturing, and what the solar energy agenda will be in Arkansas's upcoming legislative session. What we do is build uh, commercial-scale solar power plants for clients. Uh, We're either selling them electricity or we're turnkey delivering them uh, the power plants that they, in fact, own. And you're right, Roby, if you drive down pretty much any Arkansas highway, you're going to see one of our projects. Uh, We're pretty conscious about putting them uh, where they're visible uh, to to the public, uh, and it has been uh, a booming success here. Bigger scenic hill solar signs on there. That's my (laughs) one recommendation. All right, uh, this week you guys announced American Made, Arkansas Built. It's a new initiative to kind of onshore some manufacturing that goes on uh, uh, overseas for the, the components that uh, are needed to build these solar arrays that right. you're talking about. Tell me a little bit about kind of the state of that portion of the manufacturing industry and what this objective is. So the, the initiative, American Made, Arkansas Built, really has a twofold mission. The first is uh, to enhance the amount of American manufactured products in the solar industry. 
history. The second is to really focus on Arkansas specifically and try to vault Arkansas into position, not just of catching up with the rest of the country, but actually leading. And so what we've done is allied ourselves with the premier American manufacturers of different solar components. So whether that be modules, inverters, racking, steel, uh, data acquisition systems. And so what we're doing is putting a real emphasis on making these plants American made as much as possible. There's a bit of history here. Solar, solar power was an American invention. This really started in Bell Labs. You remember the old yeah. Bell Labs with yeah. AT&T? That was the initial formulation of this. But unfortunately, about 15 years ago, as a result of Chinese intervention in the market, predatory practices, a whole bunch of very um, tough, bad acts, America lost the leadership position in these technologies. So today, the vast majority of modules, for example, are manufactured by Chinese companies. Same thing with inverters. This is an attempt, our attempt, to have Arkansas play a role in restoring American preeminence in this industry. Yeah, that certainly feeds into the supply chain stories Absolutely. that we've been saying there. Yep. Uh, so let's talk about what some of the incentives are that make this work. The Inflation Reduction Act actually had some incentives for the solar industry. Kind of what are they? How do you capitalize on that? Sure, two big categories of incentives in the Inflation Reduction Act. The first applies uh, tax credits and accelerated depreciation that's available for the owners of power plants. So uh, if we do a project, for example, for our client L'Oreal uh, in North Little Rock, they receive uh, very generous tax incentives, and this has provided a real boost to the industry. The second category of incentives in the Inflation Reduction Act are for these American manufacturers of uh, solar technology. So they have some additional tax incentives, essentially there to restart the industry in the country, give them a, a, a little bit of a, a foundation or a floor underneath them, and it's paying off. We're seeing dramatic expansions in the announcements of American manufacturing. And this initiative by Scenic Hill, the American-made Arkansas built, ties very much to that, right? We, we want Arkansas to be in a position to take advantage, take maximal advantage of these two things that are going on. One final point about that, Arkansas is uniquely well positioned to take advantage of this industry. As you know well, we have vast amounts of flat, open farmland. Most people don't realize this. We're the 10th uh, best uh, state in the country from the perspective of the amount of sunshine. We also have two regional transmission organizations that either have a headquarters here, Southwest Power Pool, or have a, an office here that's, that's very important in MISO. Right. This is unique, right? And we want to take advantage of all of these natural advantages and make sure that for once, Arkansas really maximizes uh, what is possible for us. We're not changing our moniker to the Sunshine State, okay? Florida's got that one. We'll be the natural the state. The natural so. state takes care of it, Robert. Right. Yeah. Uh, what needs to happen on the 
uh, legislative front? We got an Arkansas session coming up in January. What are some things that you think could happen policy-wise that would help this I, initiative? I think two real two broad categories. Uh, we we had a really good uh, net metering law that was put in place. Um, it's one of the few areas that Arkansas's policy is uh, better or equal to the rest of the country. That needs to be protected. We can count on the utilities to fiercely oppose that, to attack that. Underlying their attack on that is they simply don't want competitors in the generation business. So net meter protection of net metering is absolutely critical to the establishment and the, the growth of this industry. Second area is tax policy. Uh, we, we have a circumstance, unfortunately, where in tax policy with respect to renewable energy, uh, the state is way behind uh, other states. Well, we do the wrong thing on property taxes. We do the wrong thing on sales taxes. And we, uh, unfortunately, we're unique in this. We're one of only two states out of 50 that has uh, fairly onerous sales tax and property tax provisions on solar, whereas the other states uh, have, have relaxed those constraints on both. The idea, of course, in, in every area of tax policy, you want to make sure you're doing everything you can to expand investment rather than restrict it. And that is Bill Halter, the CEO of Arkansas solar development company Scenic Hill Solar. For that entire interview, you can visit our sister website at talkbusiness.net. In other news this week, a grant of nearly a half million dollars from the Walton Family Foundation in Bentonville will extend funding through 2025 for the Northwest Arkansas hub of microloan nonprofit Kiva. Since launching in 2019, the NWA Kiva Hub has assisted 80 local business owners in obtaining crowdfunded loans ranging from $1,000 to $15,000. Global alcohol manufacturer Pernod Ricard is investing $22 million into its Fort Smith plant. The investment will provide the facility with canning capabilities and add at least 50 jobs. And for the first time, the University of Arkansas Athletics Department topped $150 million in annual revenue. According to a financial disclosure submitted to the U.S. Department of Education, the athletic department's revenue totaled $154.5 million in the 12-month fiscal year that ended June 30th. That was up a little more than 16% from the previous year. For more news, visit us online at nwabusinessjournal.com, where you can follow our reporting each and every day. I'm Paul Gatling, and that's the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Until next time, thanks for listening. <music>